Hey, Steven here. Real fast before we get on with the show, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, everybody who has listened to the first episode, everybody who has rated and reviewed the show and shared the show with their friends. I really appreciate it, and your comments really mean a lot to me, so thank you. Um, Also, thank you to everybody who sent in audio for the first show, and special shout-out for Zinc, um, who not only sent in audio, but also really helped out on the production side of things. Um, I'm really proud with how the first episode sounds, and a lot of that I owe to Zinc and his mentorship. Um... This is my first solo podcast project, and um, I, I really appreciate everyone's support, so thank you very much. Oh, also, I need to say that I am not a mental health professional. If you have any questions or concerns about mental health, I suggest speaking with your doctor. I can only speak about my own experiences, and I am not qualified to give any medical advice. So, there's that. Now, on with the show. Dear Diary, Sorry it's been so long since my last entry. I guess you could say I was kind of distracted. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. It's been about a month and a half, and... But you need to prepare for and assume that this is going to be a real serious things problem. Things are kind of weird. It's crazy to think about how much things can change. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the U.S. Five are confirmed. Especially in such a short amount of time. As some funeral homes and cemeteries struggle to keep pace with the skyrocketing number of fatalities. And it's scary. Tonight, the Coronavirus Task Force is now asking all Americans to voluntarily wear non-medical face coverings while out in public. It's overwhelming sometimes. It comes after the CDC added World talking Health Organization to its list says of how the coronavirus spreads person to person. Cases outside China than inside the China. States. The virus the has been detected has in more than 60 countries, including Senegal, Tunisia, Jordan, to further and Iceland. Interrupting the spread is the goal of public health experts. Some infectious disease specialists say that's no longer possible because it appears the virus is spread by A thousand have died and the economy is crippled. One official calling it a disaster that will define a generation. Some people do breathing exercises. Breathe in. Hold for four Some people four, go for the candy out. bar. Two, three, four, Some one, people masturbate. Three, four, one, Breathe in. Two, Some people three, four, smoke four, a cigarette. Four seconds. Three, four, Breathe one, out. Two, Some people drink four, four, to four, forget. Three, four, or 
and to make themselves feel better. One for four two, seconds. Three, four. Breathe one, out. I play video games. And I obsess over trophies. So, in the spirit of escapism and really not wanting to think about coronavirus anymore, let's talk about video games. And let's talk about video game trophies. Dear Diary, this is Entry 2. Horgasms. In the first entry, we talked about our first time at the ripe young age of 23 is when I got my first platinum trophy and how it made us feel. It shouldn't make me feel good, but for some reason it did. And in this entry, we're going to talk about how trophies can bring us together. So basically, it's community. And to do that, we're going to travel back in time to when I was an awkward, sexually frustrated teenager who would spend all of his free time playing video games with his two also awkward, also nerdy, and probably sexually frustrated best friends. So put on your safety goggles, and buckle your seatbelt, and don't forget your towel, because we're traveling back in time to the worst, best time of our lives. God damn it, son of a dick. Well, the time machine's broke. Well, I should have known it wasn't going to work. I guess I'll just play this recording instead. Damn it. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Steven, thank you for allowing me to be on the show. Today I'll be going uh, by my... PSN account name or my PlayStation Plus name. Uh, this is Ninja Man, and I'm here to tell you my story. So uh, my trophy whoring began a very long time ago um, in a dungeon with my three good buddies. We well, okay. Um, it's it's come to my attention that I should probably clear some things up um, because otherwise this might sound like a weird sex thing, but it, it it's not a it's not a weird sex thing. It's we were weird kids. We would come up with, with weird names for things. Um, so, I... Um, how about... Okay, as he tells his story, um, I will interject um, during some key vocabulary words, and I will explain what they mean. It's not a sex thing. Alright, here we go. Back to Ninja Man. So, uh, my trophy whoring began a very long time ago, um, in a dungeon with my three good buddies. So, the dungeon was actually Ninja Man's basement, um, at his parents' house. Uh, we would block the light from coming in through the windows, um, and we would just spend weekends just playing video games in this basement. And uh, we called it the dungeon because it was dark, and we would just stay there for days. Uh, we're bringing over PlayStation 3s and whatnot, and we're just smashing out all these trophies. Uh, we called them trophy whoring nights. Um, so there were a few names for these kind of nights. Um, we would call them trophy whoring nights. Sometimes we would call them retreats. 
Um, I liked to call them whoregasms, uh, because I was probably the weirdest of everyone. To me, I really didn't know what that meant because, you know, I, I haven't gotten a platinum yet. We were just racking up trophies for everyone. But then, but then one day I did get my first platinum. It was actually on WWE R WrestleMania Legends, or Legends of WrestleMania, rather. I don't know, I haven't touched that game in quite a while. Uh, but that was my first one. That was my first time. Um, and, and for the first time, you know, I felt like I was the best at that game. There was, there was no one better than me. You know, I, I'm the one who got that platinum. But that was me. No one else had it. Um, and, and for me, it was, it's really like a domination. It's not a sex thing. Like a domination and like I'm, I'm the best at this game. And you know, I feel like there's two schools of thought for, for trophy whoring. There's quantity and quality. Um, and, I, and I will admit, for, for a while, just to, just to chase that high and wanting to get the most uh, platinums out of the three-man group, uh, we would all, uh, like I said, we'd gather together in that dungeon and we just would play each other's games or play games for each other and just rack and stack trophies for each other. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> rack and stack. Get it? That, that sounds like a sex thing. Uh, I kind of wish it were a sex thing, but rack and stack. Jesus, it's, it's not a sex thing. But then it got to a point where we were all pretty close on the same number of Platinums, and I think we all three kind of, you know, without saying at the very least, uh, decided maybe we should uh, go our own ways and try to rack up Platinums on our own because the the trophies weren't as authentic. We, we weren't getting that, you know, self-satisfaction of knocking out those Platinums. And, and then so we did. Um, there's definitely a huge gap now. <laughs> Some of us chased the quantity, um, and others stuck with quality. Um, and then some just kind of stopped playing for platinums in general, which is uh, which which is okay, I guess, at some point. But that just means you know you're a failure and you can't max out your games. But it's fine. Um, I definitely will say that I like to pursue games you know that I love. If if I play through a game one time, and it doesn't seem worth it to me, then I'll move on to the next one. But if I play a game one time. And I love it. I want to destroy that game. I want to know everything about it. And I think Platinums is really what gives you that opportunity. For a Fallout example, I have beaten and played 100% at every single Fallout game in existence because I love that franchise. I love it so much. And those trophies give you an opportunity to branch out. And branching out shows you new angles of that game, and it brings a whole new light and perspective, and it's the best thing in the world and then go as far as to challenging games games that make me want to rage but also make me want to be the best like dark souls for example i love hate dark souls because it makes me so mad all the time but you know get good so i want to get on there and i want to get those platinums so i can be good and destroy everyone so uh yeah that's what uh that's what trophy whoring means to me it's taking a game that you love and being the best at it so, uh, yeah, thanks for letting me be on the show, Sir Steven, and good day to you all. So, that was my childhood friend, um, Ninja Man, uh, talking a little bit about our experience when we were younger, um, when we used to lock ourselves in the dungeon and we would play video games together and he mentioned how we would turn it into a little friendly competition uh, to see who could get 
uh, either the most trophies or uh, the hardest to get platinums. Um, but it was nice. And it gave us an excuse to hang out. And he mentioned how not only did trophies help him feel a sense of pride or accomplishment, but they also helped him explore different angles of games and experiences that he loved. And I think that's valuable. But it wasn't just me and Ninja Man playing video games in the dungeon. Uh, it was also our other friend, Alex. And I have his perspective on what it was like trophy horn back in the day. And I'll share his story after the break. Okay, so I want to tell you about a really cool thing, but in order to do that, I need to tell you a story. So being the trophy whore that I am, I try to download every game that I possibly can just to get the trophies in them. So that includes games that are released for free. Now a while ago I downloaded a free game called Parezo Island, uh, which is this adorable little island sim where you rebuild a community. It's kind of like Animal Crossing, but tropical. Anyways, I got all of the trophies in it, it's a really easy 100%, but I was messing around in the menus and I noticed that when you purchase DLC for the game, a portion of that money goes towards helping to rebuild actual communities in the real world. And if you know me, you know that I love it when a game can have a positive impact on the real world. So, naturally, I look into the company that created the game, and it's a company called One Earth Rising. And I went to oneearthrising.com and I was kind of blown away by their mission. So One Earth Rising is basically just a bunch of badass advocates that try to make the world a better place. And they're doing it. Every single one of their projects either raises awareness on important social issues or raises funds to help different communities. They're even the first game company ever to be invited to be partners with the United Nations. If that's not badass, then I don't know what is. So yeah, this isn't a normal promo spot. Uh, I actually asked them if I could talk about their company because I thought they were so cool. So this is me telling you about a thing that I think is awesome. So please go to oneearthrising.com to learn more, or download Parezo Island for free. It's on PS4, it's coming out on Steam soon, so do that. Download free games, save the world, support One Earth Rising. It's that easy. Now back to the show. So our next stop on our journey into my past is with Alex. Let's hear how he remembers our childhood orgasms. God, this is such a weird show.
So my earliest memories of getting trophies um, were, so we were there for the beginning when trophies first came out. Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, and Super Stardust Ultra HD um, were the first two games, I believe. And we immediately said, like, hey, let's see. It was between you and I at this point, because I don't think Joey had a PS3. Joey is Ninja Man from before. We said, hey, which one of us can get the Uncharted Platinum first? Once Joey joined the fray, we're like, well, let's have a, like, you know, a, a huge gathering, and you affectionately called it a trophy orgasm. Damn right I did. Much to everyone else's dismay. Well, damn it. But <laughs> we would, um, you know, Joey had at least one or two TVs to spare. This was in the aforementioned dungeon. Um, and if we could bring over a smaller one that we had at home, we would. And we would not even like play the same game, right? We would all play individual games we were already working on trying to get trophies in. And we would just play that and hang out. Um, so that was really cool. Um, eventually it got to a point where we were like, man, I've already got these trophies in this game. I don't know. I kind of want to do that over again, but I want to get rewarded for it. So we would start logging in on each other's profiles and play games that, you know, the other guy probably wouldn't play as much, but we wanted the trophies. So, you know, I'd log in under Joey and get the trophies for a Dragon Ball game while he'd log in under mine to get something for Fallout. And you, you log in or whatever. And, you know, that kind of system. So this is like the ultimate trophy whore move, right? You have somebody who's an expert at one game, they log in on your profile and get you the trophies while you do the same for them. That's some, like, next level shit. We were ahead of our time. Anyways. Uh, so that was really cool. And then as that grew, we started making, like, a competition out of it, but it took forever to figure out how we were going to rank it. The obvious solution would have just gone by trophy level, right? But that was also kind of skewed because... All right, all right, okay. This is the part of the story where Alex tries to make me look bad because I had more trophies than him and Joey combined, and they were just jealous because I took this very seriously. And they just didn't. Get one or two trophies in it without even sending it. And then start the next thing. So you'd rack up a, tro a ton of trophies within days, all bronze. So you'd say, like, oh, let's go by number of trophies. And Joey and I'd be like, well, screw that. We've got two games we can play that have trophies, but we can, there's trophy lists in there. This is harder trophies to get. We should go by platinums because it shows how much time you put into the game and that you were dedicated to it uh, and go by that. Obvious solution would have been to go by trophy level because that would have been a balance between us getting platinums and you getting your bronzes. Uh, I think, honestly, because you were only getting bronze trophies, you didn't want to do levels because of that. You're like, well, I'm only getting bronzes, so my level won't go as much as if you guys get silvers. <laughs> so it was it was really funny kind of finagling how that would work out. Okay, fine, I admit I was a shithead. But I was the most whorish of the trophy whores. Okay, fine, everybody knows the trophy level is the best way to rank, and you guys had me beat back then. But we'd have those nights, and I don't... It's funny to think, I don't know if I would say that it brought us together more doing that kind of stuff, because, I mean, we would already hang out, like, every Friday, Saturday night, uh, just finding whatever it was. So, if anything, the trophies kind of gave us another excuse to do those things, but, I mean, they would have happened regardless. It was just a new reason to do it. You know, I mean, we were doing it, like, when Rock Band Unplugged came out on PSP, you came over with your PSP, and me and Joey would play with you on it in multiplayer, and we'd play that for hours on end. No trophies involved, right? On a handheld system, no less. Um, so we would do that, and then, or, you know, when we got really big into Yu-Gi-Oh!, no trophies involved in there, but we'd spend three or four days in a blacked-out basement, no sunlight, no sense of time, just playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and playing games and doing whatever, no trophies in sight. So I don't know if I'd say it brought us together, but it was another reason for us to hang out. That's a good point. 
I mean, back then, we didn't need an excuse to hang out. I mean, we were thick as thieves. We would spend pretty much 100% of our free time together. The three of us. Things were a lot simpler then. I mean, nowadays, too, I don't even think of... I don't really necessarily think of trophies as much as I used to. I used to be all about getting the Platinums as much as I could. Now I'm just like, if I really enjoy the game and the trophy list makes sense, I'll go for the Platinum. But, like, for instance, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I wasn't a huge fan of the game, and it is a good trophy list, but I wasn't going to go for it because I didn't care about the game as much. I wasn't going to waste my life away playing something I didn't enjoy just to get some digital thing. I feel personally attacked. Carry on. Whereas back in the day, I would have trudged through that shit no matter what, right? (laughs) So I I think that's how that changes there. And I mean, I think the same is for you in the opposite way. You didn't care as much as trophies back then. Like, I specifically remember you saying that trophies took away from the game because people were playing games just for the trophies, not for the game itself. Wait, what? And now you're a huge proprietor and huge spokesperson for trophies themselves and how great they are for games um, today. So it's funny to see how that kind of flip-flopped. But I think I came to that realization of how I feel about trophies simply because I didn't want to keep putting all that time and frustration into games. I obviously just not, did not have the skill level. You know, I if to this day, if I stuck out that mentality, I'd still be playing Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe and the PS3, trying my damnedest to get those perfect pro combos to get those trophies on there. And it's damn near impossible for someone at my level in fighting games. And I honestly, I think... If I could go back in time and do those things again, I would. But not for the trophies, just just for the pure hangout sessions. Uh, The trophies were a nice little icing on the cake because there was something else to do, but like, I'd go back to playing Yu-Gi-Oh in a heartbeat in those nights or playing Mark Band Unplugged. You know, again, the trophies were there, but they were never, uh, they never decided how, what we would do. It would, or they never would, it would never influence, influence us to hang out, but, it was something we could do when we hung out, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at with them. So, what happened? I did a complete 180. I used to not give a shit about trophies. And now it's like my main obsession with video games. It's strange. That's not normal. So what the fuck happened? Maybe... Maybe every time I hear that little sound, when I get a trophy, takes me back. To the dungeon. To the orgasms. Some people do breathing exercises. The average orgasm lasts between 5 and 15 seconds. Some people go for the candy bar. It's longer for females. Some people masturbate. The point is, it doesn't last very long. Some people 
smoke a cigarette. But it's powerful. Some people drink to forget or to make themselves feel better. It can change our lives. I play video games. I play video games and I obsess over trophies. And I obsess over trophies. Because I don't want to be here. You know, back then, the entire world was not shut down because of some virus. Back then, I didn't have to worry about paying rent or the electric bill. I didn't have to worry about this student loan debt that's just been haunting me. I could just hang out with my friends. And we'd get trophies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. so much for listening and thank you everybody for your support by rating and reviewing the show and sharing it with your friends if you'd like to support the show financially you can donate at mtfproductions.com or through paypal by sending it to be more than friends at gmail.com every donation is seriously appreciated but if you're not able to donate that's perfectly fine sharing the show with your friends is just as helpful I'll see you all in episode three. I promise it won't take as long as it did for me to get episode two out. I was going through some things, but I have a surprise for episode three. It'll be interesting. Until next time, stay safe. And thanks. Reviews are funny little things. In a few short sentences, we can decimate an entire restaurant chain or praise a novel toy, all with contrived ratings in the form of stars. Hi there, I'm Zink, and I'm the host of Reviewing the Reviews over on Dogcast Network. I'm the guy who looks at reviews left on products or chains and says, you know what? Let's take this one step further. I'm going to review this person's review. This leads to countless meltdowns and comedic interpretations, all within an easy-to-digest time frame that you can listen to while on your way to work, while you're jogging, while your dog is throwing a tantrum, wherever. So, what are you waiting for? Drop me a review so I can review a review of my show about reviews. It's not a tongue twister, is it? 
You can listen to reviewing the reviews on iTunes and Spotify or by heading over to dogcastnetwork.com slash RTR.